Welcome to the Rock of Bay County, Florida, where our vision is to be a multi-generational gathering, moving as one body to bring the glory of Yahweh to this beautiful county and to all the earth. We hope you are encouraged and blessed as you listen to this message. I think my Thanksgiving this morning is, is very rooted in Wednesday night. Um, I'm, I'm rooted in a lot of Thanksgiving, but you know, we, today might be a day that we could sit around. And I know that, was it yesterday, was the two-year anniversary of the hurricane, but I'm going to tell you, more and more, that time is going to start to kind of fizzle away. I don't think it's going to, we're not going to have some celebration every two, you know, every year, or do an annual big thing. No, no, we, do, we, we move on into the next glory. Like we, we move on, we're, we're always thankful, but we were thankful in that time. We, Yahweh brought us through that time. And I feel like sometimes we, we are almost gun shy every single time there's a storm out in the Gulf because we're worried about it coming towards us. And I'm, I'm telling you, I don't believe that there will ever be another hurricane that hits this, this people and hits this Gulf like that one did, which is great. And awesome. But get me, let me just tell you something. If it does, you will not find me being the one that said I could never walk through that again. I don't want to walk through that again. We're currently walking. But I'll never be one that says I can't handle it. Because if I'm breathing, I can handle it. If I have him with me, I can handle it. If, if I'm in it, then I was called to it. So, I, so it just means that I will step into that place and say yes again. And if I'm thankful for anything this morning, I'm thankful to be a part of a tribe, a part of a people that know the word yes. There, there's this, there's this, there's this crazy incredible ability. I mean, I was blown away Wednesday night. I'll be completely honest with you. Not, not just the setting. I, I knew Holy Spirit had led us to that moment. I knew that was, but more and more we're coming to a place where our faith is always going to precede our understanding. There's, I'm I'm in a day today where I, I, I say, I don't know, and I'm not sure more than I like to admit. But it's an amazing place to be because what it is is in the waiting, I'm learning to trust, have an unbelievable trust that's rising up within me in a knowing that there's, there's genuinely nothing that can take us. There's genuinely nothing to be worried about. There's genuinely no reason to be anxious. Be anxious for nothing. That there's re- genuinely no reason for us to be that, though it comes up and, and it's just like David always having to tell his soul to quiet down. But there's, there's, a, there's a people here that, that from, I remember, and I talk about this often, but I remember day one, I think it was the first time after we had been seated in this place that we, uh, that I spoke on a Sunday morning and it was just a weird time, just a lot of transition stuff going on. And there was certainly a powerful move, but there was also this kind of like hesitancy of what, what's going on. We're saying, yes, maybe we'll see what happens here. You know, I'm the same way at the time. And, uh, and all of a sudden uh, that service happens. And I remember Regina stepping up 
Regina Smith getting up there and her word was, it, it really had nothing to do. I, there was no question. I never said, you know, are, are you all with me or is, is, do you feel this too? But Regina came up and she said, on behalf of, of this family, on behalf of this people, what I, what I believe we're to say is yes. That was her word. She said, I, I say yes to this. I don't need to understand I don't need to see the fruit of it. I don't need, to, I don't need to, to, to completely know exactly how this is gonna look and how it's gonna benefit me. I'm just gonna say yes. And there's a spirit that's really the spirit of the Pharisee that causes a lot of people to be so analytical and test everything out and need to know if this is, a, if this is the right move of the spirit or if I'm doing this the right way. And I believe that Yeshua has come into this place to get rid of all of that to get rid of all of that. And when this call of being baptized into, into well, not really baptized into anything other than the goodness of God, that makes way for us to be able to have the lens to see this as the roaring 20s. But I, but I believe that instead of us having to sit there and go, well, I've been, I've been baptized before and um, this just seems like another thing. And, I, you know, it, is that really even biblical? Is this correct? Should I, should I do that? Does it just look like I'm just doing what everybody else is doing? Is all the, and, I, and I, don't, I completely 100% agree with you. If you feel the Holy Spirit did not lead me to be baptized on that day, I'm not, I don't know who, I couldn't go through anybody and tell you, well, you didn't get baptized. I saw all of you in that moment because we're a tribe, we're a family. There are people that were being baptized for other people. And I, and I believe that you, you didn't miss out. I wish if you weren't there, you did miss out a little bit. But <laughs> but there's no condemnation in this. It's, it's, not, it's not where we, where we falter, but this, the, 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 what, I'm, what I'm honing in on this morning, what I just see is this, this people of yes. This people that don't need to, you know, I know a, a few of you wish you would have dipped your toe in the water before you said yes. It was cold, but... <laughs> But you don't have to test out the water. You don't have to see. You don't, it's, it's what happens when you're in a family. If you don't trust me, if you don't trust Holy Spirit in me, if you still are not convinced you know, that, that Holy Spirit called me and Eva to this place, if you're not convinced that you can trust the people around you, you shouldn't. I, I come into agreement with you that you should not be here. We have to come to a place of trust that Holy Spirit is moving and Holy Spirit is on this thing, and these are people being led by the Spirit, and that I'm being led by the Spirit, and it gives you the ability to not have to sit there and test the water and see if this is the right word or if that's the right word, and am I doing this right or am I doing this wrong, is there, and have this list of checks that need to be hit before we step into the water, but just the people that says, Holy Spirit's moving, this is my family, I'm jumping in. And I'm thankful, thankful, thankful to be a part of a tribe like that. I'm going to read real quick. I want to, I want to give you a quick update. Um, on the, the hurricane relief. Remember we took up money for that and we had planned to go with food trucks and just everything we could and something happened and it was this relationship that Joanne kind of had and I, and I started to have with this, with this teacher in Lake Charles. Are they directly in Lake Charles? Yeah. Uh, teacher, principal of a school. Um, 
And it all came from a post that I'm about to read. And, and what, what ended up happening, we, instead of trying to figure out all the things that we could do to you know, say like the church stepped up and we did what we were supposed to do, instead what we did is that money came in and we just, it, Holy Spirit, like he's been doing, just forced us to wait. It's like this, this baptism. We, we wanted to do it one way. We wanted to do it, just wait. I mean, you can, you can have a baptism or you can make it in, impactful. You, could, you, can, you can have just a regular baptism because that's what you think you're supposed to do. And you can go ahead and put your hands on it. It'll never be as good and as glorious as if you just let me have it. If you just sit back and wait and just say, even if he doesn't, I still praise his name. I'm still thankful. I still know what he spoke. And we have so hesitant to speak things because we're like, well, what if I'm wrong? Well, what if you're right? Right? You know, what, what, if, what if you learn to not just trust Holy Spirit, but trust you? Trust Holy Spirit within you. Trust that the living God resides within you. Trust that the kingdom of God is right within you. And if you trust that, then why are you so hesitant to always be right? You are right. Even when you're wrong, guess what? You're right. Your heart is right and you're going to step in and he's going to cover and he's going to, and he's going to guide and you don't have to be worried about all these things. But I just, I've come to the place of trust in this waiting where I just say things and it, and sometimes it, sometimes it's, it's a, there's, there's understanding immediately. And then sometimes you got to sit and wait. And so with this thing of the hurricane is the same thing as the baptism. I, I was like, you know, we, there's no way other for, uh, other than us to respond with action. We have to, from the place that we're seated in, we have to intercede. We have to do something. We have to give. We have to find some way to get out there. And for a time, I, you, you can ask these, these people, I'm, I'm, I don't care. I, I, was, I was stressed about how to make this happen. I'm, these faithful people are giving into this fund and I haven't said a word about it. And I don't know what to do because, but what I think we need to do is just find some time and go over there and, and cook food and do tarps. And, and then I realized I sat for a second. And I was like, I hated that when that happened here. Eventually that was great. But, but in the time it was kind of like, I, I don't even know what I need. I don't know what to do. And, and, and people just setting up here and doing some big deal. Yeah, great. But, I, but it didn't benefit me personally in that time. It didn't benefit this tribe necessarily in that time. And so, I, so we started to develop this relationship off this post that I'm going to read you. This, this, uh, this woman's name is Morgan Daughtry, and she's, uh, she's the principal, I'm pretty sure, a new principal of the school called Hamilton Christian School in Lake Charles, Louisiana. And, and on August 30th, 2020, this is a post she wrote. Those from among you shall build the old waste places. You shall raise up the foundations of many generations. And you shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. Back in, and this is, and so that was her, that was her quote. Then back in, uh, she says, back in 2020, January 2020, the Lord laid the scripture Isaiah 58, 12 on my heart. This is the scripture verse I used when announcing that our new school would be built in Morganfield. The part of the verse I particularly focused on was, you shall raise up the foundations of many generations. But little did I know how much the rest of the verse would apply as well. With that being said, I want to share how the Lord has been present and working through the difficulties of this year. He was already preparing my heart long before I knew what was coming. Fast forward a few months to March, global coronavirus pandemic hits and shuts down the school for nearly six months. Then on August 27th, the very day we were set 
to begin our first day of school, Hurricane Laura hits, bringing devastation and destruction to our school building, families, and entire community and city. Deep breath. God, weren't we supposed to be building and raising up our foundations? Yet everything is physically falling before my eyes. While standing in water in the building that was leaking from the roof, where walls were missing, where trees and debris had overcome the area, I was reminded of the verse God had given me for our school. And I read the words again. You shall build the old waste places. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. How often we forfeit the promises Because of the circumstances. I didn't hear that right. Trust yourself. You heard it right. Eight months later, I finally see the whole picture. This is what we were called to do. Building, repairing, and restoring. Things imply... Restoring things implies that they were not whole beforehand. God had given me these words long before now, but it was not until I was standing in the midst of utter devastation that I could clearly see our purpose. This is our assurance that the Lord is directing our path. Restoration is coming. This sounds so much like this people. (laughs) This is our blessed assurance that the Lord is directing our path. A hurricane, <laughs> devastation, that, that's, that's directing your path, is that, that's how you see it? Well, if you count it all joy, if you're a true son and daughter, if you're truly seated in thanksgiving, then yes, this is exactly part of the whole promise. And I can go back and look at the word he gave me and see the glory and the beauty and the devastation. I, she said, I truly believe that this is bigger than physical walls and streets. I believe that God will also restore the broken down places in the hearts and lives of his people. I believe this season will bring unity to our city and community like never before. I'm ready to rebuild like a warrior and to see the restoration that is to come in our school and in our city. Who is with me? We were made for such a time as this. And so after reading that, we started to connect with this woman. I spoke with her on the phone personally, and I I said, you know, from what I've heard and what I read, excuse my ignorance, but, you know, it's a little different, a lot like what we walked through, but a, a little bit different in the sense, like, you were more, is it, is, was there a lot of flooding and different things like that? How was the wind? She was like, well, pretty much every tree around me within 10 feet are down on the ground. I was like, well, yeah, I know what that looks like. Or she goes, you wouldn't believe it. I said, trust me. Trust me, I'd believe it. But I said, okay, Morgan, I'm going to ask you a question. I said, we've, we've received a fund from, from a people. I told her our story, and I said, we've received money. I know we said we would come, and I will come tomorrow. If you tell me that I need to come, I will leave everything that I have here. We will get, I know men that will go with me, and we will come there. If you need us there, we will be there. However, I don't want to get in the way. I, I, we've, received, uh, we've received an offering. What do you want us to do? And she said, Mark, 
first off, I'm super moved by, by the act, but if you could send money, that would be, that's, that's what I need. Tomorrow, or in the next couple of days, we're starting school again, and I, we need basketballs for the kids. We want to do some, put some things together. We just had a financial meeting this morning, not knowing how we could afford anything, even like the basketball or whatever, and we want it to be a little bit more normal for kids. You remember that feeling? Can we just have some normalcy? Can we just have some, it might be a basketball. It might be a basketball goal. It might be a Frisbee. It might be snacks, but I, I just want things, I want these kids to come in here and feel good. Just, just have some joy, just have some normalcy, just get to escape the tarp on their roof and the flooding water in their, in their, in their, in their living rooms and their parents crying at nights. I want, I want them to just come to school and see their friends and have something normal to hang on to. And I said, I'm sending you a $5,000 check tomorrow from the people in the tribe of the Rock of Bay County. And she was... She was so moved and so happy and so thankful for that. You, she, you know, it's like, it's not this huge amount, but it's huge. It's a huge amount. It's a big deal. It's a, hey, someone else has walked through this. It's a, hey, we're here for you. We're in your corner. It's a, it's a hug. It's another kingdom son, another kingdom daughter. You, you realize, you heard her words. She is not a church, and we looked for a church. Most of them had too many other churches with their other logos and their caravans and t-shirts and Instagram posts flooding their places that we couldn't get into them anyways. We're too little of a an outfit. <laughs> but those words are more powerful than any preacher could ever preach because they came from the heart of someone that's more worried about the generations than they are their own church. And so, I, so I'm, I'm so, what I'm thankful for this morning is that you would say yes to a moment like that and, that, and we're able to make an impact on this person. Now, let me remind you of something. I don't know if you saw the last hurricane that hit a couple days ago. You know where that hit? Lake Charles. And I haven't spoken to her yet, but I intend to. And I just ask that you continue to pray for this family. Pray for her family. They're a young family. She's, she's, not, she's not been in this whole school system thing long. They, they kind of inherited this. They kind of just stepped into this thing and they got hit. And I can... Relate, and I and I just want them to know that we're standing with them, that we're that we're continuing to to bind together with them in the waiting. So, if you if you feel led again to give to that now that you know the story, if there's anything specific, if you want to write a letter, we'll make sure it gets to them. We'll make sure that we and I and I think it's a it's a good thing to to now that you know a story to be able to write them a letter, send her something, and just say, hey, even if it's we're praying for you. Amen? Good. I'm going to give space this morning. Um, I don't know if you do. I just want to uh, open up. If, if there's anything from, from this past Wednesday that somebody wanted to say, I could, I could absolutely get up here and, and tell you multiple things. But if there's, I, want to, I just want to give space. If there's a testimony of thanksgiving of maybe what you were believing for in, in this baptism, if it's maybe something you experienced in the baptism, just things that, are, that Yahweh's speaking to you. If you want to 
to, to say that, I, I just, I just want to open this microphone up to you today. Not all at once. Well, I'm going to share then. The, if you're tired of playing, you don't have to. I'm, I'm, good, I'm good with you playing, but it gets me in this prophetic mood thing, and I start, yeah, sit and play. There you go. Thankful to have these guys with us. It's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm going to share some testimony um, since certain people aren't getting up to do this. But, but, I, but it's, not, it's really not your testimony. It's kind of my testimony. These are, this thing did so much for me that I, I just can't even, I, I couldn't even, I could tell, go through all of you and say something. Anytime someone stepped into the water, I just felt such honor, such, just such an such a amazing, glorious weight of just thank you for trusting me. Thank you for trusting Holy Spirit. And just, this is just such an amazing moment. I mean, my, my grandmother, I, I could hardly, I could, I'm sorry, she's not a grandmother. That's Mimi. Okay. <laughs> grandmother sounds too old and she ain't old. But she steps out in that water and she steps in first. Whoo! <laughs> That's cold. And she starts to just step a little bit deeper. And I, and I said, I said, oh, Mimi, I'm sorry it's so cold. She said, son, don't you, I wouldn't miss this. You couldn't, you couldn't pay me enough money to miss this. I, I'm, I'm going to be baptized by my grandson. I don't care how cold the water is. And there's, I mean, I was just sitting there thinking there's, if this isn't generational legacy, I don't know what is. One of the reasons I'm standing in this water right now, Helen Cobb, is because you and Al, Papa, stood where you stood with Apostle Ball, stood where you stood for our family and this family. And here I am baptizing you and one of the highlights always of my life is that moment right there. The McSpaddens. I, there was something about, and a lot of people said like there was, that was one of the most beautiful moments in, in the light of the sky when they started to step into the water. And they walked together in there as a family. I felt so bad for little Skylar because she is literally treading She's like, whoo, whoo. But as men, I can't tell you in my walk things that I've, I've, I've done, things that I've, I've walked through in this whole thing to have Eva next to me being my biggest, my biggest cheerleader. And she's not just a cheerleader, she's walking through it, but she's speaking life constantly to me. And whenever I have something I speak and I'm like, I don't know how I said that or whatever, she goes, it doesn't matter. Yahweh called you to it. Those are his words, not yours. You were called to this and you absolutely have everything you need to walk through it. And when Jeremy stepped up to, to be baptized, I, bab- I baptized his entire family and and I, I get to Jeremy, and there was, there was a, just an, honestly, man, just there's a difference in the presence at that time. There was something that took place 
brother. Something took place in that moment, and his wife starts prophesying redemption and screaming reclamation over him. And, and, there's, and, and I, I go to baptize him, and I'm telling you, when I put him underwater, something physically convulsed in him. Physically, he coughed up, spit up something underwater while his wife is declaring restoration over him. And when he came out of that water, he was a different man. You were a different man, period. Period. D- done, Jeremy. Done. Does not, does not mean there's never any kind of thing that you struggle and you go back with, but you be convinced of your beloved identity and it's not contingent on what you've done and what you've not done. You're a good father. You're an amazing man. You're a faithful man. You're a faithful husband. That's who you really are. That's who you really are. And there's things Yahweh's going to do through you in the world of business that I has not seen. I'm telling you, you have favor in businesses that other people won't have favor in. It was one of the most authentic, real moments I've ever had seen take place in my life. Physical death to life. Another moment was uh, Alicia and Pearson. And uh, they, uh, she had told me a couple weeks before, she said, I, 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 I want to I baptize Pearson. He wants his mommy to baptize him. And, and there are some things, honestly, for me that I was like, well, why don't you go baptize him? Like, this is a whole different thing. Like, I, I, feel, like, I feel like I'm responsible. Like, I should. And I don't know how all that plays out. But, you know, eventually I just got to the point where I said, you know what? I trust Holy Spirit leads people too, and I don't have to govern every little thing that we do. And I'm just going to trust Holy Spirit. That's the word that he spoke to her. Let's do that. And so when she comes out in the water, I was like, okay, here's, I already knew what was going down. I had it played out in my head of how it was going to go. Okay, mommy, that's sweet. And we love you. And I baptize you. And that was it. But what happens is Pearson comes out into that water, Pearson, and we know Pearson. Pearson's 90 to nothing all the time. And he was, da, 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 da. He's like, oh, Mr. Henry, I'm jumping over on you. I'm jumping over here. I'm do-, and splashing the water and being crazy. And, I'm, and he's, he's like, stay over there, Pearson. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to be baptized first. So I, I baptized Alicia, and she comes back out of the water. And I said, so now you would like to baptize Pearson. And, I, and she said, I want, I want you to do this with me but I need you to speak over him first. And so Pearson comes over, do, 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 and he gets over into his mom's arms, and I just start to say, you'll never know a day outside of beloved identity. And we start laying our hands on him and talking about being baptized into the goodness and the fullness of Abba. And that boy, his demeanor changed like that. There was, there's times when you know you, you have to say the Lord is in this place. I don't feel it, it's, it's, but I know he's in this place and I'm just gonna be thankful in that moment. And then there's moments where the encounter is so thick that it's physically changing something right in, in, the, in the midst of what you're looking at. Real time happening. And Pearson has an absolute encounter of the Lord where he is, he's trembling and he's crying. And you could feel it in the water. You could feel it in that moment. And there was something that Yahweh was highlighting on his life. And his mother starts to speak over him. And he's 
sobbing and not in a scared type deal. Like he's, there's an encounter going on and I can't explain it unless you were right there except for it was so powerful and so moving to me that I, knowing exactly how this baptism was going to go, started to just be flooded with tears. And I was feeling the encounter that he was having and we baptized him and he came out of that water. And I'm telling you, Pearson is a different boy today. And Mark is a different man today. And I'm going to get personal. I think it's, it's obvious and, and not so much. One of the most impactful things for me personally was baptizing my son, Frank. But to know the backstory of this thing, uh, you know, I, I think the last time you heard from me talking about baptism, I said, you know, I'm, I'm so moved because even Frank believes he's going to get baptized. I know that... Uh, Regina and Renee, which we're, you know, parents, like, we're so blessed. So, I mean, so, so blessed to, to have my, my kids, I, I hope yours too, but they, they come home talking about Yeshua being baptized and about beloved identity and Holy Spirit and how that plays a role in your life. And I'm getting changed in the car on the way home. And they're, they're, they're just, they're so, they're, they're so in tune with my heart and the heart of this house. I'm so thankful for Regina and Renee and all that they do here. But um, but so they've been teaching them about baptism um, since we've been talking about it. And so Frank had come home and was like, I want to be baptized. You know, it worked for Jesus. Think I'm, think I can jump in that too. Think it'll be pretty cool. And he, and he wanted to do that. And so I was, I was so moved. And, you know, then that, that little hesitation thing that, that we do, you know, like I talked about before of analyzing it. Well, he's only five and he doesn't quite understand this. And, you know, is it even right for me to baptize him now? And how should I do? And all these little things of like, and all it is, I'm going to tell you right now, all it is is this. Let me, let me just test this. Let me test these waters. Let me see. And, 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 and faith always precedes understanding. It's by faith that we understand. And what, what, a, what better way for me to, to encourage my son in faith than to say, yes and amen, son. I, I agree. Let's do that. If you want to be baptized, we'll baptize you. There's no question. But I, I started to go through all this stuff. And, and I was asking Yahweh, I said, you know, at nights I would lay with him. And I'm like, what do I, what do I say to him? How, how do I you know, relay this. And he just said, just teach him about my goodness. Just tell him I love him. Just continue to speak to him about my love and Holy Spirit's guidance in this thing. So every night, whenever we'd go to bed, I would talk to him about, about how Holy Spirit is, you, you just trust Holy Spirit in this baptism thing. And he just didn't really say anything. Well, then it was the day before the baptism and I'm driving him to school and we're driving, we're driving down the road and I'm, I, I preached one of the best sermons I've ever preached in my life right there in that car to that boy. I mean, if we had a podcast of it, y'all would all be on the floor right now. It was, it was that good. And I was just, it was flowing and I could feel Holy Spirit. And I'm like, man, this, thank you, Yahweh, because this is just touching his heart and I'm just getting to him. And we're, we get close to the school and I said, and I was just like, you know, Yahweh's going to show you if, you know, if you're, if you're to be baptized. And I told him about it and everything like that. And we got, we got to the end and I said, we, we got to a stoplight right before we turned to the school, and I, I leaned back and I said, so Frank, how, how do you feel about that, son? You know, what are you thinking? And he kind of got quiet, and I was like, it's that moment. It's that, 
It's okay, go ahead. Lay it on me. I said, Daddy. I said, yes, son. I think I saw a black snake outside. And I said, that feels a lot like Sunday mornings. But we had, we had decided, Eva and I had decided, you know, really, it, it, okay, it's, it's too soon. He doesn't quite understand, and, you know, we're, we're not going to do that. And, um, and he even came in his, uh, his uniform from school. He didn't have a change of clothes. And, uh, but this is what I've been telling you all along. I need you to get it. I need to get it so the next generation gets it. And so when I, so whenever I'm sitting there, Frank's unsure, he's, he's kind of having these feelings in the presence when he gets there of mommy, I want to be baptized. And she's like, we don't have clothes for you and we don't have these things. And it's not, you know, set and, and Eva and I both are sitting there like, oh, you don't have to. I'm sitting there at the water's edge for the longest time. Frank's like sitting there at the water's edge and he's watching and I'm going, you're fine. Like I didn't know, really know what he was doing, but what he's doing is he's watching you say yes to a move of the spirit and he's learning in his little five-year-old mind how life-changing this authentic kingdom actually is and he's watching you be baptized and finally he gets to the point where he can't hold it anymore and he's getting his mommy to get to wave me down so I can come up there and baptize him so I so I walk up there and I hold him in my arms and the only thing I can say was what Yahweh prepared me for a long time ago which was just tell him I love him and so I'm walking down to the water, and I'm not saying, I love you, I love you, I love you. He knows I love him, and I just start talking about, Abba loves you, Yahweh loves you, son. He loves you so much. He sees so much in you. I love you, he loves you. He is your father. He's a good father. You'll never know a day without him. And we go down to the water, and I, and I baptize my son. And I came, he came back up, and I realized, I just baptized my son into what he already was. And it's just like Yeshua. Was Yeshua his beloved son in whom he was well pleased? Yes. And after the baptism, he was his beloved son in whom he's well pleased. But sometimes he just likes to see the act of faith to release the identity. And so, I, so I, I, one of the things that you might have noticed too is a, a few different people being baptized forward. Did y'all see that? that we didn't trip those with some people there's like kind of holy ground out there. And I mean, I don't mean like it was holy, which it is holy, but I mean literal holes in the ground. And there'd be times whenever I go to baptize somebody and step in that, and we kind of both did a little jump in the way. Oh, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Um, but there, was, there were people that asked me to baptize them for. Jeff Tench was one that asked me to. And uh, that came from a, Apostle Damon had spoken a message, and he wasn't even talking about baptism in his message. It just kind of, this popped up, and it changed a lot of people and their perspective on it. He's talking about the baptism of Yeshua whenever he came down, and, and he, goes to, he goes to John, who John's saying, like, and this should be the other way around. I'm, I'm not worthy. You, you should be baptizing me. And, and Yeshua, of course, and I, think it's, I do think it's funny. This kind of goes with Re, what Regina said this morning. Just stay with me. I'm going to jump around a little bit this morning because we're off the page already and we're just going to stay off of it. Um, but 
But it's interesting to me that John starts to declare who Yeshua is, and it, it causes Yeshua to show up on the scene. Before he ever shows up to be baptized, there, there's, there's a voice crying in the wilderness identifying who Yeshua is. And so, like, I think that Regina was talking about this morning, if we can see him rightly, there's something that stirs his heart, a frequency that, sho- that he shows up to. But so he, he says, I'm not worthy to even to, to carry your sandals. I, I, I can't, you, let's flip this around. He says, he says a statement that is actually something we've been talking about, which is the word day. He, he talks about the divine necessity of this moment. He, he talks about the, defi- the, the, divi- the divine necessity for this moment. So he, he baptizes him, and when he comes out of the water, he gets the beloved identity. But he tells him, I, this moment in time is necessary. And Trung and I, we talked about, and, and we were working. I know you can't tell that I work out, but you look at Trung. He works out, and I saw him at the gym the other day, and he said, raise your hand, Trung. <laughs> raise your hand, Trung. Go for it, man. <laughs> right here. This is Trung. But he's got it. He's, he's a mighty man with a powerful voice, and he says some amazing things. But we were talking about, uh, and, he, and he brought up the... the the verse that says, it's Romans eight fourteen. it says, for as many as are, are led by my spirit, those are the sons of Yahweh. And I believe in this time, some of the things that we're going to start to see is we're going to need to lift our heads up. After we've been baptized into this, and again, if you weren't baptized, doesn't matter. You are in this. This, this was a baptism for the tribe, okay? Some of us needed to physically act on it, but we all acted on it. If you're joined here, you got baptized, okay? So, so there was, there was this, there's now this divine necessity to understand this thing of uh, our life is not our own. That, that uh, a trip to Chili's should not be a trip to Chili's. I don't know why I always use Chili's because I do not like Chili's, but it just comes out. Chili's, if you're going to Chili's or anywhere else, that we start to walk in awareness. I think that that's what Yahweh is bringing us into is awareness sensitivity to his, to his presence in situations. And I think that as a tribe, we have got to stop looking at just ourselves and what we're going to get and what we need and everything else and start to understand he has anointed us to bring the good news, to be the life and the light to this, to this nation, to this county, to this city. And we have got to come to a place where we get up and we walk in and assess the situation. I, I, this, is a, this is a practical thing I feel like I have this morning, is that I feel like Yahweh has been telling me to step into a situation and start to assess it. What am I saying to you? Who am I showing you? Wait for a second. Stop. And be sensitive to what I'm guiding you to. Because there's a divine necessity that has fallen on this people, and we have got to honor that by looking looking past ourselves, past our situation, step into it. Because honestly, who are you really? It's a question I ask myself all the time. Who am I really? If Christ is in me and I'm the hope of glory, I have something that I'm, I'm hesitating jumping into because I, I really don't, 
I feel like I'm already going past what I, what I, I feel today is about. And, and it's what Yahweh gave me whenever we came in here, and I'm not going to go past it. And it's Thanksgiving. I, I just want to bring us back to that, okay? I, I'm not going to preach a, a message today. If I did, I would, I would be sick about it later, and I'm not going to do that. I want to just be, I want to be locked in by the Spirit. I want to be led by the Spirit in this thing. I want, that's what I say whenever I leave my offices, however, whatever, whenever. And that's what I believe today. It's, this is about Thanksgiving. I, I believe that he put it on my heart to bring up a few different uh, people. And I think that we need to sow into those people, maybe financially and maybe just with our prayers. We need to speak over those people. We need to hug them. The McSpaddens know that, that we're in their corner, uh, Alicia and Pearson, um, who else did I speak? Little Frankie, Mimi. Understand that these things are, are things that should build us up as a tribe. Amen. Let's stand. Jonathan, thank you for strumming the whole time. I appreciate that. No, no, no. You keep, keep strumming. Come on now. You're looking for the words. Amen. I did. You're right. Don't talk back to me. All right, let's raise our hands. Abba, we bless you today, and we're so thankful for you. We're thankful for the move of the Spirit in our lives. We don't need a thousand people to call it a move. We need one child to have an encounter, and we can call it a move of the Spirit, that you're doing something amazing in our midst, amazing in our hearts, amazing in all four chambers of our hearts. It's becoming a river. thankful so much for the Abba revelation, for your goodness, for knowing that you are being rooted in the revelation that you are good, giving us that lens, Yahweh, and we just step into this fall season, this, thank, this, this season of thanksgiving, and we just rejoice and thank you for this time as a family. Thank you for this time as a tribe. I ask that you just allow blessing to come over these people. Let them feel you in a way they've never felt you. Let there be an increase of your presence in their lives and their families' lives. Start to show them some things they've never seen. Lift up their eyes. Let them see the beauty and the glory of you throughout everything they do. Let us acknowledge you in all of our ways and completely trust you. And Yahweh, I just ask that you open our eyes to those that we need to come in contact with. I I start to call upon divine appointments once again. Holy Spirit orchestrated moments in lives where not only we change people, but they change us. And we start to build the thing you asked for in your last prayer, unity among people, unity among people and the Father and the Son, the same way that you experience unity. I just ask for unity among people and churches and believers and families. Yahweh, we speak over the people of Lake Charles and ask for your divine peace and covering. Let them not be shaken by the second storm any more than they were shaken by the first storm. Let them be rooted in thanksgiving. And we just ask as a people of intercession and prayer, we speak over them peace. We speak over them joy. Unprecedented recovery that that things come to them faster than they came to us. Restoration happens before it even happened to us. We speak it to them. Give it to them, Yahweh. Elevate them. Elevate Morgan and let her school be prosperous. Let these kids know your heart. Let them know your presence, Father, through one faithful woman who stood and said, even in the midst of the storm, I see that you're faithful. And yes, yes. 
We speak peace over this nation. We speak your presence over this nation. Assurance in who you are, not who the political party is, but assurance in who you are. Assurance that you've got the whole world in your hands. Assurance that all the silver and all the gold belongs to you. Assurance that you're a good, good father and you are faithful to call and you're faithful to do. Speak against the spirit of the Pharisee that gives us the the thought that we need to test every bit of water. And I just ask for an unbelievable trust in ourselves, Yahweh. I just ask that we believe that the steps of a righteous man are ordered of Yahweh. And it's your righteousness that we walk in in the first place. So there's not a checklist I need to go through to make sure I'm the righteous man. I'm a righteous son and my steps are ordered and I declare that I'm going to continue to take those steps, Father. Speak blessing and protection over the tribe of the Rockabay County. Let rivers flow from their innermost being, Yahweh. Let rivers flow from their innermost being. We thank you for this moment, Yahweh. We thank you for this time. Amen. Good. All right, we're going to receive the tithe and offering. Do we have basket? Thank you, sir. Let's be people that are led by the Spirit. Amen. That's what I want us to leave with today. Thanksgiving and being led by the Spirit. Who are you really? Amen. All right. I'm here to receive. Thank you for listening. For more information on The Rock of Bay County, please go to therockofbc.org.